the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. I see my name in shiny lights, yeah, a different city every night, oh, I, I swear, the world better prepare for when I'm a billionaire. It's time to get down to business on the weekend's number one business program. Known as the king of networking, your host, Shalom Klein, has worked with thousands of entrepreneurs and created countless jobs. So, to success, let's get down to business. And indeed, we are all about small business jobs and entrepreneurship and business. We talk a lot about business here. You are on with Get Down to Business, and I'm your host, Shalom Klein. Remember, you can always download podcasts from Get Down to Business on my website at shalomklein.com. And while you're there, don't forget to follow me on Twitter at Shalom Klein. It's going to be a jam-packed week of content and information you will not want to miss. I'm absolutely thrilled to kick off the program today. Uh, with a conversation with Entrepreneur, and there are so many more titles which we'll pack in. Shelby Scarborough. Uh, Shelby, welcome to the program. Thanks so much for having me, Shalom. Absolutely. I'm honestly, uh, I, I usually start the show with an incredible amount of energy, um, but I have to say that a- after looking at your bio, I'm already tired. That's not a good thing as we air <laughs> the show on Sunday evenings. So, uh, but but I, I know I'm going to be inspired through the about 12 different hats that you uh, have and continue to, uh, to wear. So Shelby, let's start with uh, just getting to know you a little bit. Um, Shelby, I know you are, uh, you're fond of a, uh, of a certain uh, mantra about uh, coloring outside the lines, dreaming big, and not worrying too much about pe- what people think. And it seems like that's, uh, that's how you live your life. Shelby, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, thanks so much. I, uh, yeah, I think I'm a little tired these days sometimes too, because I try to pack in a lot of things into my life and every single day. And sometimes there just doesn't seem to be enough hours, but I, I started out my career many, many moons ago in politics as a political appointee. I worked at the white house and traveled around the world with the president of the United States and went to the state department doing the handling, the guests of the president of the United States in the international realm. And that really ignited a love of, um, I was in the protocol office. I ignited a love of international relations and uh, international relationships and building that community of uh, peace, love and understanding, basically, to, not to sound too corny, but that ultimately was my personal motivation. And, uh, and then I went into my own business uh, in 1990, a long time ago, and it's been a great roller coaster ever since of, of basically serial entrepreneur, entrepreneurship and um, interest. I just follow, you know, my heart is my passions is where they take me. Absolutely. It certainly seems that you have. And that is indeed a very, very interesting, uh, interesting background indeed. And I know that not only are you an entrepreneur, and I know you've written your own book about to release another book, um, but you also have been involved in uh, founding an entrepreneurship program. Let's talk a little bit about that. We're just launching at the end of this month in October. We are launching the first cohort of the Global School of Entrepreneurship, which is a unique way to MBA is the way I like to say it. uh, Entrepreneurs often don't think they need an MBA or don't know how to what to do with one because 
Basically, I don't think MBAs are suited for entrepreneurs in the way they're currently developed. The curriculum may be very valuable, but it's geared towards middle management. It's geared towards being a great employee in a company and a solid manager and not geared towards the entrepreneur mentality or the entrepreneur schedule. So we've tried to solve for that so that we can have entrepreneurship people following their passions, doing their business, developing new ideas, and not having to leave that to go to school for two years. And I know you're following your passion each and every day. So going a little bit deeper into your background, and then I want to tease out some of the uh, insights and advice that you might have for entrepreneurs that are tuning in. But I know you've uh, you've picked up from that time, as you said, in government, uh, in that world of protocol, uh, running a practical protocol, a special events management organization for the last 31 years. And I found this fascinating, working as a franchisee with 10 Burger King restaurants for more than 20 years. So uh, jo- uh, I-, I really have to ask this question of what what insights in entrepreneurship did he pick up through that experience? You know, that was a family business. I started that before I even went to Washington, D.C. So I learned to make hamburgers at a very rapid rate at about 14 years old. Uh, We cleaned the floors. We we took money through the drive-through. We had to face the customer every day, which was not always fun or easy. And yet it was really great training. Um, it, just because uh, my sisters and I were the boss's daughters, um, we, we didn't, you know, weren't cut much of a slack. We had to show up on time and do the job. So I think it really amazing training. And I'm kind of saddened that the fast food industry in general, in, in the quick service, as we call it these days, is um, is maligned to a point that it doesn't seem to be a great place, starting place for young people, because I think it's absolutely an amazing starting point for, for people to get into the workforce. Well, we can spend a lot more time on that topic. So you wrote uh, a book called Civility Rules. I want to talk about that I, and some of the uh, some of the insights that uh, that you share. What is the uh, the message that you seek to convey? You know, I got started writing it many years ago because of my background in protocol and my love of uh, relationship development. And I just saw this, this our society breaking down actually kind of long before it became a popular topic on television or in the radio. And uh, finally, I decided to pull the trigger and actually finish the book. But what it told me through the journey of writing the book, it kind of changed a little bit that the end game, I realized that our democracy needs civility. And the reason is because if there's only one voice in the room, then there's no democracy. And so we have to be able to talk to ourselves, to each other, not just to ourselves and not just hear our own voice in our own echo chamber, as they say, but we need to be able to listen with an open heart and open mind and ask in intelligent questions if we disagree with somebody, not just shut it down and walk away. Yeah, I'm, again, I'm chatting with Shelby Scarborough, the author of Civility Rules and uh, just all around fascinating entrepreneur. And uh, Shelby, you you mentioned the, uh, the family business uh, a moment ago, and I know that family has played a very big role in, uh, in forming who you are and the entrepreneurial leader that you have become, again, co-founding the Global School of Entrepreneurship. Um, so I, I want to talk about your grandfather for a second. I know you are, uh, you are publishing your grandfather's official uh, biography, Undaunted. So uh, tell us a little bit about what uh, our listeners can expect from Undaunted and why you decided to take on yet another project. 
<laughs> well, my grandfather was a famous early aviator. He was a pioneer in aviation. And uh, even Peter Diamandis, who's written a, a quote for the book, uh, said that, you know, this is what got him started with the X Prize and SpaceX was it was inspired by the early aviation pioneers where they put where companies put prizes out and incentives out there an entrepreneurial venture rather than government funded, etc. So I really re uh, resonated with that. And I grew up listening to my grandfather tell his stories of all these harrowing experiences that he uh, found himself in as an early aviation pioneer. He was the first to attempt this, a solo flight around the world, among many other firsts in flight. But his story is amazing. And his friend Wiley Post is actually the man who did become the first to fly solo around the world. But my grandfather's story, frankly, is much more interesting because of what he went through just to make it just to make it around the world. I can't wait to pick up uh, Undaunted. So uh, so again, chatting with Shelby Scarborough. Shelby, with um, all of the hats that you have worn, um, you have uh, been able to mentor so many folks. And I know that that is why you're passionate about the, uh, about the, uh, the, the, the program that you are developing. I, th I think you said uh, launching really over the next month. So great timing for this conversation. What's that one nugget that you want our listeners to know and hopefully implement in the week ahead? And I'm feeling that energy level coming back. <laughs> well, you know, I, having an abundance mindset has really helped me. The things, a little bit of, um, I feel like whatever success I've had or enjoyed is part of it is attitude and part of it is aptitude. And attitude can get you a long way. And it fills in where attitude, um, I mean, aptitude may be lacking. Um, I put myself in the room. My mother used to say when I'd be frustrated with things, my mother would say, you know, you put yourself in a room with people who are smarter than you. And I never really realized that, but it is something I'm drawn to is I love to learn. So be, have it being a lifelong learner, open to the concepts of abundance and gratitude and all of those things that keep us moving forward will open up so many doors and help us color outside the lines. Wow. And that sounds like advice that both uh, the entrepreneur starting up as well as the very established entrepreneur with many enterprises, perhaps like yourself, Shelby Scarborough, uh, can, uh, can put into practice again in the week ahead. So Shelby, we've covered a lot. And I know that you have a lot going on, whether it's books, uh, MBA programs, um, all sorts of things uh, happening. How can people learn more about you and uh, the exciting, uh, abundant life of Shelby Scarborough? Thank you so much. Uh, they can go to my website at shelbyscarbro.com or shelbyjoyscarbro.com because that's also my middle name and it's the name of my book, Joy Journey, the next book coming up after Undaunted. And the, or they can go to joyjourney.life, which is my brand new e-commerce site, which is all things joy. So there's lots of fun products there that people can put, bring joy into their life if they need just a little physical inspiration. Absolutely. And I know we'll have a lot more to cover in our next conversation. But again, thank you so much for joining us on the air. We've been chatting with Shelby Scarborough. And when we come back, we are going to continue, continue our conversation all about small business jobs and entrepreneurship. Get on my website, shalomkline.com. Subscribe, rate, review, and share this podcast. It makes it easier for people to find the show all about small business jobs and entrepreneurship. So don't touch that dial. We will be right back on Get Down to Business.
Welcome back to You Get Down to Business, the show all about small business jobs and entrepreneurship. We have an exciting one in store for you. I am joined by Dave Simpano, uh, who is the uh, who is the founder of the Estate Planning Law Center. Um, and the tagline is, it's all about family. And uh, also joined by uh, co-founder uh, Guy Redman. But uh, Dave, let's start with you. Welcome to the program. First of all, tell, us, our, tell our listeners a little bit about yourself. So, yeah, I, you know, I've been a lawyer for I'm in, uh, my 29th year, and uh, I've always focused in the estate planning, asset protection, and elder law area, and then became a national recognized attorney and created a national organization called Lawyers of Purpose, which really is uh, nationally lawyers across the country who um, follow our practice model, systems, processes, legal, technical documents. And then along the way, I met Guy Riemann, who's my partner in a new adventure called Guider. So, you know, entrepreneurship. Here we go. Serial attorney entrepreneur who took a law firm model, built it into a platform where other lawyers use it. And then met Guy Riemann, who's a technology expert in the UK. And we built a whole new collaboration to build a new technology platform to support both my personal law firm and all the law firms of Lawyers of Purpose members. Well, that's how I know that you are a success, uh, Dave, when you are not only helping uh, helping customers, helping clients um, and building your own practice, but you're actually serving a, as a uh, coach, as a mentor to uh, to others. And of course, uh, with Guy at your side, uh, you are uh, building and scaling um, to a uh, to a huge, huge, huge extent. Um, I believe uh, the official number is well over 750 law firms nationwide have uh, have have turned to you in some way, shape or form. So, um, so Guy, uh, bringing you in for a second, um, I'm always fascinated by the story of entrepreneurship as the co-founder of that incredible, incredible organization that you and Dave are building. Tell us a little bit about uh, yourself and uh, how you and, uh, and Dave met. Sure. So just very quickly, uh, I built a, a software development company in, uh, based in Manchester, but we also had an office in London and one in New York. Uh, we were bought by a company called Bamtech, uh, which was um, part owned by uh, Disney uh, and uh, subsequently bought by Disney. So Bamtech, Disney, and another company called The Capitals formed under the Disney streaming services umbrella. And uh, basically, we're responsible for writing the Disney Plus platform. So my team in Manchester, London, and New York uh, have had a, uh, you know, a, a large hand in building that uh, really quite well-known platform now. Uh, I met Dave um, on a strategic coach program, which is a, an entrepreneurial program. Uh, we've only actually met in person once in Toronto. Uh, over and had a conversation over at lunch and Dave uttered the words, I need a tech guy. And uh, <laughs> that, that's, that's, that's how it all started. Dave gave me his card as he walked out of the room at the end of the day. And we've worked together ever since. Obviously, COVID's prevented us from meeting in person. Uh, but uh, come November, I think you guys are letting the Brits back in. So uh, you know, I hope to meet him and his team in person very soon. And now, uh, now uh, Guy Riemann's, um business card says a tech guy. That's that's your official title. There we go. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the tech guy. <laughs> the tech guy. There we go. Again, I'm chatting with Dave Zampano and uh, Guy Riemann. And uh, Dave, back over to you. Um, your background's fascinating. A CPA um, and uh, an attorney. Again, born and raised in Central New York, um, with a background in uh, finances, staff accountant for Price Waterhouse. Um, but now, as as we've said, um, a very successful uh, law practice on your own, but also 
uh, mentoring and coaching and assisting um, with uh, law firms uh, nationwide, really as the model law firm. So I want to stick on that theme for a moment of uh, sort of law in entrepreneurship. Um, those two terms are not uh, frequently associated. So what was that aha moment where you discovered, hey, I've done this and I can help others do the same thing. What are some of those lessons you've learned um, for that our listeners, perhaps even outside of the legal practice, can put in practice in the week ahead? You know, here's what I would say. Um, every successful entrepreneur I met, and I've been fortunate to meet many over the years, has always said to me, I'm really lucky. You'll hear successful people say, I'm lucky. And they say, well, how do you define luck? Luck has always been the best definition I've ever heard of luck is when opportunity meets preparation. So it's about being prepared. It's about being open and curious to the world, not thinking you know everything, but wondering what don't I know. Ask lots of questions. That's the biggest thing. That's what I always did. And that's how I got my national practice because I joined the national organization and I was a member. But just talking to people, I was asking lots of questions and sharing ideas. And people said, well, I want to know more. I want to know more. Then the head of that national organization came to me and said, look, there's so many people asking about what you're doing. Will you teach them? And that began the thing that started my national legal organization. Taking that one step further, as an innovative attorney, you know, my members kept saying, Dave, what's next? You know, we got all these legal Zoom and all these other platforms are really killing us. How are we going to address it? So that's where I met Guy. I said, look, I need a platform for lawyers, right, that, that, that's going to help them. So what's my advice to any entrepreneur listening, even if it's not a lawyer? Ask lots of questions. Find out how you can digitize and democratize. That's a phrase Guy uses quite a bit that we, we, we take. How can we digitize what we do and delegate down to technology as much as possible so that we can be used for our highest and greatest talent, whatever business we're in? That's uh, that's a powerful message. Absolutely. Very, very powerful message. And I know that uh, uh, you are uh, putting... Uh, many, uh, many uh, practices and procedures in place in helping folks. So no doubt both of you have, uh, have talked with uh, fascinating entrepreneurs, some of whom may be attorneys with a JD or an Esquire after their name. Um, I'm always fascinated by the people side of things. So uh, if you can tell us a little bit about some of the most fascinating uh, people that you've met and the, the, the times that you've been able to learn from the people that perhaps you came in to teach. Yeah, so I'm going to talk about like two organizations I belong to, and I think Guy belongs to both as well. Strategic Coach is an entrepreneurial coaching program for entrepreneurs around the world based out of Toronto and Chicago, but they also have offices in the UK and New Zealand and several other countries. Um, that's where Guy and I met. And then we're all affiliated together with another organization called A360. You know, I've had lunch with billionaires. We've had lunch with hundreds of zillionaires. I mean, it's just, and, but you don't even know it. They're so, normal and down to earth. And I think that's the most exciting thing that I find about entrepreneurs. They're serial learners and they're always asking questions and they're always intrigued with what other people are doing. What have you found, Guy? So, you know, I, I'm going to use an example from the, the A360, which is um, an, an organization, Abundance 360, run by a guy called Peter Diamandis. Uh, again, um, huge entrepreneur, um, Fingers in so many pies. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how he does it in the time he has. Um, but one of the things I learned from that organisation was to have uh, to understand what the moonshot is. Where could this business go? So you know, we've built this platform called Guider, 
Um, it digitizes, democratizes, and demonetizes uh, legal services. And, um, you know, our moonshot really is to build the biggest law firm in the world that doesn't employ any lawyers. And we want to do it hand in hand with the lawyers. So we enable lawyers to move into a, a digital world, which is something that they're not used to dealing with and something they're probably most of them not very good at dealing with. And, you know, the costs are in, uh, prohibitive a lot for a lot of them as well. So, you know, so these smaller law firms now using Guider can um, offer uh, some of their services digitally and, and give their customers choice, the choice that they demand, quite frankly, at the moment. Wow. After hosting Get Down to Business for uh, over eight years, I've learned a lesson that when there is uh, an entrepreneur that has one business and has written one book, um, chances are there's going to be many, many more to follow. So I'm very, very confident that uh, both you, Z Dave Zampano, as well as uh, Guy Raymond, there's going to be so many more, uh, so many more tools, businesses, books, and uh, and programs that we'll have established. And I absolutely love that you're doing it all with that uh, abundance mindset and uh, and certainly paying it forward. Um, each and every day. So I want to turn it back over to you in our final uh, 30, 45 seconds or so remaining uh, to make sure that we know how to get in touch with you. Again, uh, uh, Dave, can you, uh, can, share, can you share some contact information? Sure. Um, I, one final thought. Someone told me one plus one, if you hold your two fingers, one plus one can be 11 when you're both using your unique talents. It doesn't have to be two, one plus one plus could be 11. Um, Dave Zampano, I could be reached at dzampano at guider.legal uh, or dzampano at, lawyers, uh, at uh, eplawcenter.com. Fantastic. Absolutely. And Guy, uh, any, uh, any final thoughts on our remaining 15 seconds? Well, listen, just that you uh, you, you check out the, the platform at guider.legal and you can reach me at... Uh, G. Remond, R-E-M-O-N-D, at guider.legal. Fantastic. Guy and Dave, thank you so much for joining us and inspiring us on this platform. We're going to squeeze in quick break with some headlines, commercials when we return. We're going to talk about building websites for your business and continue our conversations all about small business jobs and entrepreneurship. Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Get Down to Business, the show all about small business jobs and entrepreneurship. So what do you think a startup founder, a lawyer, a freelance photographer all have in common? They frankly all need websites. In 2021, that's both easier and frankly more complicated than ever to accomplish. Site builders, even free ones, have become more powerful and user-friendly, but there are so many to pick from. But I'll be honest, I've got a little bit of experience in this field, um, simply from uh, building a lot of websites and talking to so many entrepreneurs. So I want to talk about that for a few minutes before we bring on our next guest. Um, I want to talk first about uh, why creating a website is worth it. Creating a website is wholeheartedly a worthwhile investment. It gives you access to a global audience, establishes credibility, and eliminates geographical barriers to expand your customer base. Sure, you can use social media to reach out to more people, but you're still at the mercy of the algorithms and the ever-changing rules that don't do much to give you the stable base you need to bolster your business's growth. And let's not forget the thousands of other businesses you're competing with. 
uh, for your target audience's attention on those social platforms. So what happens when Instagram changes its algorithm again, or when loyal fans stop interacting with you because they can't see your posts on Facebook? And in fact, just this past week, there was that massive Facebook, Instagram, and WhatsApp outage. If that's your only way to stay in touch with your audience, it can be catastrophic. Uh, so when you create a website, it's yours. You don't have to worry about changing algorithms or check and see if your devoted fans can still see your content. You get the control, the flexibility a website provides um, while establishing your business as a trustworthy brand. Your website is a valuable piece of online real estate that also acts as your biggest salesperson. That's right, your biggest salesperson. You decide what it looks like and how it functions while ensuring constant contact with your customers and fans. So the investment that you need to create a website, well, you could technically build a website without paying anything. However, there are very limiting stipulations to free websites, and you probably won't be satisfied with the finished product. When you build a website on a free platform, you can't use your own domain name. You get minimal storage and bandwidth. You're stuck with ads on your site, and you're going to miss out on critical features. So while you can build a site for free, I wouldn't recommend it. But the good news is you don't have to spend a lot to, to uh, sidestep these limitations. All you need is a reliable web hosting service that you can hit the ground running. Just Google it. Um, we don't have any sponsors in the uh, web hosting space. So Google it and look at uh, the best options that are out there. Make sure you add security um, for your site, which is just an additional couple of dollars a month, um, and it will protect to make sure your site won't be hacked. But again, web hosting usually is just a couple of dollars a month, less than a cup of coffee. So a couple of steps that you need to do in order to create your first website. So the first would be, again, that web hosting piece. Make sure you select the web hosting plan, um, and each of these plans will have different features that are involved. But then the, the next step, which is kind of fun, um, which is figuring out your domain name. Your domain name is your website's address. For example, mine is www.shalomkline.com. It's exactly what your customers will type into their web browser to see your content. Precisely why it should be relevant, catchy, and reflect what you plan to do with your business as closely as possible. But you may encounter some challenges over here. And this is a disclaimer. First and foremost, your prospective domain has to be available. If you use common words and keywords, it's likely the domain will be taken by another business. So it's best to opt for unique domain names. Uh, most web hosting platforms will allow you to actually just keep searching, searching for available domains and deciding on an extension. A couple of years ago, there was a change that was made. So it's not just .coms and .orgs anymore, but uh, you've got all sorts of crazy and, and, and funny uh, endings to, uh, to domain names. So you might not find your um, the next best business idea.com but you might find it dot, uh, dot .biz or something like that. You then need to finish creating your hosting uh, account. And I would recommend installing WordPress. Install WordPress, um, which might sound complicated. If you're like me, any installation sounds uh, like a lot of work. But technically, you can, you can install WordPress manually. But almost every major web hosting platform offers one-click installation for free. So why would you go the hard way? Um, it's very easy. All you'll need to do is definitely verify that that account is your own. And then you'll enter in your new website, your your uh, username, your password that you use for managing your site. You'll have to build a couple of those pieces. And, uh, and, and then uh, you will then uh, add your website title and tagline and set up a number of permalinks. What permalinks is, is it will allow your website to link to other 
uh, domains, which will in turn build your audience. And uh, if you're like uh, me, where you're posting uh, podcasts and things like that, you'll actually be able to to link to some of your guests and some of your partners in business. Maybe you're going to blog through your website. Make sure you're linking to as many places as possible. So again, uh, it is very easy to create your first website in 2021. While you definitely can create one for free, uh, I would recommend put a couple of bucks into it, get a great domain, something catchy, something that will get all of your fans and loyal followers and hopefully soon-to-be customers visiting your website, shopping online, subscribing to your services, and so on. I hope you found this helpful. Um, I'll post some links on my website, shalomkline.com. And as always, let me know what works for you. Be sure to check out our sponsors, Tom Mirabali from healthplanchicago.com, healthplanchicago.com for all of your health insurance, Affordable Care Act needs. And again, when we come back, we're going to continue our conversations all about small business jobs and entrepreneurs. Entrepreneurship. Get on my website, shalomkline.com, and make sure you go to uh, your favorite podcast app, subscribe, rate, review, and share uh, on the Get Down to Business podcast. Again, a quick break. We'll be right back on the show all about small business jobs and entrepreneurship. Back on the show, all about small business jobs and entrepreneurship. Get on my website, shalomkline.com. Follow me on Twitter at shalomkline. I am excited for our conversation uh, with Joel Gandera, uh, who is a business and life management coach. He has a, uh, a mantra saying, you get one, sh- one shot at life, be extraordinary. And I absolutely love that. I've been looking at that over the past few days as I've been getting ready. Joel, thank you so much for joining us uh, and welcome to the program. Thank you, Shalom. My pleasure to be here. Uh, it's great to have you. So you have uh, several different uh, ventures, and I want to talk about all of them. Um, you have a lot of advice to share with our listeners, and I want to squeeze as much of it in as possible. But before we do all of that, I want to get to know you um, and introduce you to our listeners. Uh, Joel Gandera, tell our listeners a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so came here on a boat fleeing communism when I was four and a half years old from Cuba and landed in Key West. And that's when I started my life because now I I was in the best country in the world with the biggest opportunities. Grew up in poverty, nothing wrong with that. It made me appreciate now what I have. And I hustled and that meant selling trading cards, buying chocolates at wholesale and selling them at school, uh, you know, flipping money like that. I bought all my own toys since fourth grade. I paid all my own expenses since I was 16 because my parents couldn't. And that got me just to work really hard. Bought my first house at 22 years old, and I bought a house every year for five years after that and just started investing in real estate. Lost it all in the crash in 2008 and uh, started over. I own apparel companies. I own a fulfillment center for e-commerce sites. And at 39 years old, I got out of the way and I let my teams take over and I stopped working day to day. And I started practicing like the four-hour work week and even less than that sometimes. And then after not doing too much other than running marathons and swimming and lifting weights, I started coaching. And I started coaching some amazing entrepreneurs. And that's like my my second life now in my mid 40s. I love it. I love it. And by the way, we skipped one point over here that I have to mention. Um, I understand your 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 dad um, actually repaired electrical equipment at a radio station. So if uh, Josh over here, producer Josh, has any last minute issues, then uh, then Joel, I don't know how much of this you've uh, you've you've picked up along the way. So uh, it's yeah, a fascinating story, Joel. Yeah, especially remote. I'll do what I can. <laughs> 
<laughs> there you go. Absolutely. No, it's a fascinating uh, story of sort of the American dream and, and you know, entrepreneurial success. And, and um, I, I was, uh, our listeners can't see, but I've been watching your face and, and you're remembering uh, the time in your short life um, at the sort of the, the, the twists and turns. And I'm watching you sort of recall it. And I know I see the look on your face that uh, your true passion is right now in empowering uh, others, which is great. So uh, again, we're, we're going to make sure that our listeners know where they can find you and all of the uh, sort of the business consulting and, and personal coaching and speaking um, that you do. Um, but Joel, uh, as, as you do that, um, Tell our listeners a little bit about some of those success stories, the people that you've been able to talk to and where you and your clients have felt uh, fulfilled and sort of gone in in the right direction. Uh, Because as I've been saying throughout the show today, uh, it's it's the true mark of success when you don't just create the success on your own, but you're actually able to enable it for others. Absolutely. That's what I get a kick out of. You called, you said it right. Um, I've, I've had success and I own businesses that still do very well. And, and that's great, but I'm, I don't focus on myself anymore. And I find true happiness in exactly that. Not worrying about myself, not worrying about my problems, my success. That's done. I'm good. It's all solid. I love now the challenges of it's like, a, I have a, like I, right now I probably have nine or 10 clients. So I have like nine or 10 startups. That's what it feels like. I have these little incubators and they're my clients. They're not startups. A lot of them are very successful. I'll give you one example that you asked for. Two weeks ago, I went to breakfast with a client and he just looked amazing. He had a tan. He just looked more relaxed than I've ever seen him. And he told me that he's never been this happy. He's never made this much money. He's never all these things. And here's the thing. I knew him for seven years before I was coaching anyone. And he always had these challenges. And one of them was buying out his partners and taking the business to the next level. In our fourth month of coaching, he bought out the partners, helped them raise the money. You know, we did all these things. And now he's working, I don't know, 12 hours a week compared to 70 hours a week, making more money than he ever has. For me, that's success. His kids are super happy. His wife is happy. He's very happy. So that was my most recent uh, success that I got to feel with the client. I love it. And again, I'm chatting with Joel Gandera. Um, true, uh, amazing, amazing success story from uh, coming on a small boat uh, to the United States from uh, from Cuba uh, to now coaching and mentoring uh, with so many uh, successful businesses along the way. And Joel, I have to ask, in all of the coaching that you've done, and in fact, in the businesses that you've, uh, that you've owned and continue to own. Um, what is there a common theme that our listeners should know about that that is true regardless of industry and regardless of size? What is that one principle that our listeners can put into practice in the week ahead? Oh, absolutely. So for me, it's action. It's taking action. I'd rather have a mediocre or even not so great strategy and plan and just take action because the moment we do something, we can say, was that good? Great. Do more of that. Was that bad? No, yeah, that was pretty bad. Okay, we won't do any more of that. But what I find over and over is people tell me, yeah, I've been meaning to do that. I want to do that. I got to do that. Yeah. My question is always, okay, when? Can we do it by the end of day today? Can we put in the calendar right now, your calendar and my calendar? Because I'm going to check in with you at five o'clock and see if you did it. And when we do that, we move the ball down the field so much faster. Absolutely. And I'm fond of saying that on this program that I come across entrepreneurs all the time that spend a lot of time budgeting and strategizing and all sorts of things, but then they end up running out of money and they can never actually implement uh, their their plans. And uh, it's important to have a budget. It's important to have a strategy. Absolutely. Um, but the main thing is 
go ahead, do it, create your strategy, create that budget, and then get out there and make it happen. Again, I'm chatting with Joel Gandera, who certainly implements uh, that, uh, that mantra of action each and every day. Uh, his website, J-O-E-L-G-A-N-D-A-R-A.com. Um, but we've got more with the entrepreneur himself after this very quick break. You're listening to Get Down to Business. Get on my website, shalomkline.com. Again, we will be right back with Joel Gandera. Welcome back. I'm chatting with coach, consultant, and speaker, Joel Gandera, who's been sharing uh, some of his advice with our listeners after uh, building many uh, multi-million dollar uh, brands and companies, uh, true entrepreneurial success story. But Joel, you mentioned something a couple of minutes ago, which I found fascinating, um, that I'm sure our entrepreneur listeners want to know um, more about. And that's how to free up their time. Stop working 80 hours a week and still build multi-million dollar brands. Joel, how did you discover that? And what, what advice would you have for our listeners? Yeah, I always, and, and I find this with entrepreneurs all the time, we always think that we are it. I mean, if we can't do it, nobody in the world can. What I've come to discover is I'm not the best at any single thing in the world at all. There's always someone better than me. And if I could hire those people, then they could help me. And maybe one person isn't the best at everything, but I could hire somebody to handle this, whether that's in-house, outsourcing it, uh, finding a company overseas, whatever the thing might be. That's what's enabled me and a lot of my clients to start liberating themselves. It's a little bit of letting go. And that it's more a mental struggle. What I deal with most of the time is mindset. You know, it's asking those questions. And I don't tell my coaching clients what to do. I ask them questions to hopefully make them realize it on their own. Because if it comes from ourselves, it's going to be more powerful. So in this, you know, every situation is completely different. But somebody might tell me, no, I've got to be the one to do this. And I'll question them out of that. Well, how come? What is it? Explain it to me. Is there anyone on your team who could understand that? And then can we try? Can we do a 15-minute training session with one of your key employees and see if they can handle that? And little by little, we start taking tasks off. And over time, we start realizing, man, this side is much more enjoyable when we're not doing all the nitty-gritty in the business. And, and by the way, here's the other thing. I have more time, freedom, and I make more money ever since I got out of the way. When I was there grinding and doing 80 hours a week as I did that, I was maybe making a couple hundred thousand a year, but what kind of a life is that? How, how long could I have done that for, right? Absolutely. And uh, Joel, you strike me as the type of guy that uh, learns something from every experience that, that you're in. And I love that, that you've shared sort of that brutally honest piece that you, you acknowledge the mistakes that you've made along the way, um, which is important. So uh, I would be remiss if, as we have this conversation in late 2021, where we're still dealing with the impacts of COVID-19 and the, and the worldwide pandemic, what is that lesson that you've learned for yourself that, that you've become better through the, uh, through the pandemic, whether that's personally with you and your family or professionally in your, uh, in your very successful coaching and consulting practice? Yeah. So I, you're absolutely right. I go to, I'm a member in entrepreneur organization. So I go to a lot of learning events. I'm in a forum. I, I read about a book a week. So I'm looking for nuggets in every single thing that I do. And yeah, COVID was a great one. I got to learn a lot from friends who acted really quickly and made several million dollars selling PPE, you know, masks and gowns and alcohol and all these things. So that was a great learning lesson seeing people I'm very close with who share financials and I get to see that and see how they've crushed it. Um, for me, it was a great time having my four kids and my wife and we were all here all the time and we got to work out and be together. So those were great lessons. 
Um, you know, we learn more from failures. And for us, COVID was not a failure. It was, uh, I own e-commerce sites. I own 14 different Shopify Plus sites. It's all apparel that we sell. And I own a, a fulfillment center. Those all did great because COVID um, was great for us, you know, for sales uh, online. So I, so I didn't have a big failure during that time to learn. I'm looking to learn all the time. And I hope to learn from others' mistakes first. Awesome. Well, uh, on that note, uh, definitely, uh, I've learned a lot from our conversation. I want to make sure our listeners know where they can get in touch with you, Jill Gandera. How can people get in contact? Sure. So I have a newsletter. I send one email every three months. That's it. And there's no funnel. There's no sales. I don't do this because I need the money. I do it because I'm having a blast. And it's joelgandara.com. J-O-E-L-G-A-N-D-A-R-A.com. And I'm on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn. I'm all that. It's just Joel Gandara. Well, I encourage everybody to get in touch with you. So thank you so much, Joel. I appreciate you and your time. And I look forward to having you back on real soon. That's a wrap for us here on Get Down to Business. Check out our sponsors, Tom Marabali from healthplanchicago.com. Get on my website, shalomkline.com. And be sure to subscribe, rate, review, and share our podcasts. To success, let's get down to business. We'll talk to you next Sunday at 6 p.m. right here on AM 56 The Answer. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.